Come on in the room. Come on in the room. Jesus is my doctor. He writes down all my scriptions. He brings all of my medicine in, in the room. Dun, 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 dun. Come on, Jesus. Come on. In the in room. In the room. What a jam. Honestly, Baptist spirituals will get you through every time. Every Here's single time. That. Welcome to Emotionally Unavailable, a wine-influenced, uncensored podcast where you're free to be you and I'm free to be me. Emotionally. Views are our own and do not reflect those of our employers. Things said on this podcast are subject to change based on new and relevant information. You know what that's called? Growth. Hit me with your eyes. I never seen like Episode 8. Welcome back to the show that you love to hate. Now nah, I'm playing. Y'all love us. Um, yeah, welcome back. We did not have episode. We needed to take a quick break to recharge and to reflect. A lot happened during the week we were supposed to come out with the episode. And at that time, we still hadn't had a president <laughs> from the election but um since then a lot has happened so just know that our pop culture tea section is going to be a little lengthy today but i'm sure you guys have nothing better to do than to listen to us because we're still in the quarantine we sure are even though some of y'all forgot but we still here atlanta (laughs) they never (laughs) went into quarantine (laughs) atlanta was like we still at compound it's we going up tonight literally right after the verses i was like y'all couldn't even conceal it you couldn't even hide the fact that y'all just don't care exactly You're just like meet me at compound that's cool my cousin so was before up there we even, shout out to him before we even call out atlanta call out your cousin and everybody else cousins that was out and about in atlanta and everywhere else um, welcome to Emotionally Unavailable. I'm Nika, along with my co-host and partner in wine, Toby. This is our eighth episode. I know I said that earlier, but I just want to just put that out there because eight is my lucky number. So I'm happy. I'm going to be very happy this episode because I'm on vacation. So, yeah, Toby, what you want to say to the people before we dive in? Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are when you're listening to this. Thanks for tuning in. Super excited. Thank you. It's lit. And so with that being said, welcome. We about to dive in. Let's go. Oh, I'm about to dive in. So for just the sip. (laughs) No. For just a sip today, we have our reoccurring little mini segment, Politrics, because they trick in in the politics. Okay. Well, guys, we are getting a new president in 2021. Yep. His name is Joe Biden, and his vice Joseph. president is 
Kamala Harris. Kamala! <laughs> and Kamala is black and Asian. And Jamaican. And oh, Jamaican. Well, I guess that's black. <laughs> and Kamala yeah. is an HBCU graduate. She went to and Kamala Howard University. is a woman. She self-identifies as a woman. She is a woman. And Kamala... Is a member of the Divine Nine. I'm not going to say which organization because it's not mine. I can't wait for the inauguration. I just want to hear the call. Like, this is going to be so it. extra. I, I've already <laughs> gotten into it with Shanette several times because I told her that, um, I told her that, yeah, she can go up, but she needs to let me have my Founders Day because. <laughs> Her birthday and then um, inauguration and mm -hmm. um, her Founders Day all fall within the same week. But I was like, okay, yeah, you can be lit, but you need to let me have my Founders Day too. And don't forget it. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sure she didn't make no promises. <laughs> no, no, she did not. She said, oh, I guess I can use your day to relax, ma'am, which you're not about to do. I'm dead. <laughs> is that so um yeah I'm excited about this I know so many people have so many opinions but quite literally justice and the faith of humanity was on the ballot um I've said that in a few episodes so I'm okay um I just want to shout out and I keep saying um it's pissing me off so to my friends who are speech pathologists please charge it to the game because I've been drinking so I just want to shout out to the black people in Georgia, in Pennsylvania, and in Michigan. Um, Y'all showed up and showed out, turned it blue. And I just yes. also want to say a huge shout out to Stacey Abrams because, wow. A, a Spelman queen. grad. A queen. A Spelman alumni. A queen. Alumna. I've been drinking a, too. A queen. <laughs> This episode is already starting off. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's Shout fine. out to my good sis, Stacey Abrams. Honestly, truly. And shout out to the Georgia organizers who've been putting in this work for over 10 years, y'all, to make this happen. They turned Georgia blue. I never thought, and I'm and I say this, I know I talk about my North Carolina roots a lot. I have Georgia roots. I was born in the great state of Georgia. My entire family on my father's side still lives in Georgia. Um, so I very much have Georgia roots. And in my lifetime, I never thought I would see Georgia turn blue. So this was very huge. Uh, and Yeah, it was very huge. And shout outs to all the activists and organizers with all their grassroots roots efforts. Um, y'all got it done. Y'all showed up and showed out. And also to all of y'all that have so many opinions, the one thing I want to call out is like we can be excited for the results of this election and still call for change at the same time. Like we are Which not we'll need to do. Joseph has already started appointing some folks and Honestly, we need to talk about who he's appointing and hold them accountable. Um, so it's already that's looking not like, going to go away. 
it's already looking a little little sketchy. I'm not gonna lie, but he does have some amazing appointees as well. But let's be real, he comes from a legacy of Washington elitism, for sure. So, but we have power, so yeah, we have power. It's best that we, we don't forget power. that. We are the people. We the people. That is all of us. That is not politicians doing backroom deals in the room where it happened, trying to figure out how to monopolize on their power in order to um, appease their special interests. No, we the people is all of us. Um, And we can call for change. We can call for proper representation. Keep your foot on their necks. The same way we we showed up and we voted, like our lives depended on it. Keep that same energy throughout this entire administration, throughout the entire term. And the next, should he decide to run again. (laughs) Don't let them forget that we will come for you if you don't do what needs to be done for the sake and betterment of all of us, including canceling student loans. Yeah, we got the date and time and what Joseph was wearing. So at this point, ain't no escaping it. Yeah. Them loans best be canceled or we're going to have some real problems. To me, it just makes sense. I mean, the student loan debt process, like... Did you know that it's like past, it has surpassed like 1.6 trillion? And yes. of that 1.6 trillion, thir- at least 30% of borrowers are in default or not making payments at all. So, Yo, what does that tell you? That's a lot of money. We ain't got no money. We're broke. <laughs> we're broke (laughs) we're broke so all of y'all that's like on twitter and instagram and clubhouse trying to act like y'all got it (laughs) y'all don't because all of y'all we forget all of y'all who was talking about joe biden is gonna raise my taxes because y'all allegedly making over 400k a year we ain't forget about y'all we gonna come right back where are you making four hundred thousand dollars where maybe they're scamming for at the finish line where <laughs> we are making it at consistently that's the consistently. thing too <laughs> that has nothing to do like annually with, every year <laughs> that has nothing to do with street pharmaceuticals or scamming after taxes that's not forex <laughs> or nutriburst you know what? I'm not even going to start today. No, ma'am. Today. No, sir. You know how I am. You know how I get. <laughs> not Nutriburst. <laughs> like, let me just shut up before oh, no. I mess around and get a long text message. Somebody going to get offended. Right. Ooh. Somebody always getting offended and sending me long text messages, <laughs> wasting my free text messaging. I'm Child glad they text you because they already know. <laughs> they text me. Yeah. And then they got blocked. Absolutely not. Your your opinions are not welcome here. You know how we always say, oh, all of you is welcome here. All of you is welcome here to the podcast, not to my inbox to tell me that you don't like something I said on the so podcast. So basically what she's saying is leave it in the comments on the Instagram page. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, or tweet it out. Also, try Jesus, not me. That's really what I'm saying. <laughs> try him. He forgives. I don't. <laughs> Oh my God. When they go high, I mean, when they go low, 
we go. I scrub the ground. Lower. <laughs> I scrub the ground. Low, scrub low, the low, ground. low, low, scrub low, low, low. Ground. Scrub <laughs> the ground. Hey, scrub the ground. Like, don't play with me. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like I just got the magnes. I'm going low. Low, oh. low. Low, low. To I'm the talking flow. about apple bottom jeans boots with the fur low. With the fur. Now, yeah. With the fur. Like, we going low. So, <sighs> I'm just happy that we know that, you know, the world won't implode. <laughs> yes that we don't have to deal with somebody who is clearly a buffoon and incompetent and not able to actually even really form like full sentences sometimes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna come for him though because i i struggle with sentences sometimes when i'm too excited (sighs) but you can't you're competent and you don't try to sell people dreams and you're not a capitalist so i feel like Oh, okay. Also true. True. You know what? Oh man, everything. It's fine. It's totally fine. So as of today, November twenty fourth, two thousand and twenty, at nine forty four PM Eastern Standard Time, Joe Biden received three hundred and six electoral college votes and Donald Trump received 232 in order to win you need 270 Georgia already did their recount by hand and certified that Joe Biden in fact did win did win Georgia um Philadelphia I'm sorry I just don't really want to recognize the rest of Pennsylvania as a state so (laughs) Philadelphia Philadelphia went ahead and um, confirmed that. They did what they had to do. Yes. Joe Biden, in fact, did win Pennsylvania. And he received those delegates as well. That came out earlier this week. Georgia will be going to runoff for Senate elections. And that election will determine the Senate the senate um and who has a majority so all of y'all also, that are going to compound and going to the clubs and the hookah lounges and turning up on the gram in atlanta i need you to turn up to the polls and make sure y'all vote in that senatorial election because um y'all stimulus and y'all's ability to just scam more people is on the ballot yeah that's true mm-hmm. yep that's very true. If you want to scam some more, you better go vote so you can get that stimulus and you can go get if someone you else. Vote, if you vote <laughs> Democrat in that um, runoff election, you might not have to scam anymore because your student loans might be gone. So mm. I feel like that's a win-win, to be honest. You get to scam someone's stimulus and you don't have no more student loans and you don't have to continue to send toby and i these intricate <laughs> messages trying to recruit us in the forex for pyramid schemes okay if you ask me to sell nutriburst one more time <laughs> as if i <laughs> am not already going through my own weight loss journey i will scream <laughs> quite literally scream <laughs> so y'all y'all gotta do better y'all are mad annoying like but vote. <laughs> but vote. 
<laughs> also, uh, if you live in Louisiana, shout out to my homies in Louisiana. Hey, hey. boo. Make sure that if you are in specific areas or parishes that you also vote because there is another congressional, um, I think it's a runoff vote as well. And it's happening right now. So make sure you check to see if all of your votes are in or can be in so that we can make sure that our godforsaken society can move forward so that one day you know i'm not gonna go into a tangent right now that's all i have to say so orange cheeto finally began the transition of power so the gsa which is the administration that handles a lot of the um facilities and stuff like that i'm gonna tell y'all what it stands for General Services Administration. So basically, it's the independent agency that allows like the government to manage and support the basic functioning of federal agencies. So, yeah, they're like the normal people. You know how each person has their function? They're like in the middle, and they just allow everything to run and flow seamlessly allegedly and they have given joe biden and his team the green light to begin the transition which means that they're basically saying yeah the results are true and we <laughs> all that litigation <laughs> <laughs> all that litigation for what donald j trump for what but what we not about to forget is that the day the election was called, I can't remember the date. It was a Saturday because I woke up to the news that Joe Biden had won. And immediately, y'all's president tweeted out that he was going, his team was going to have a press conference from the Four Seasons in <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> and the Four Seasons, the hotel was like, y'all are not having a press conference here. Like we are not in alignment. We don't know what you're talking about. And so then um, there was a retort to that claim and come to find out the press conference was held at the four seasons, total landscaping. And I just want to call out that that is an example of, how this administration operated you think you're (laughs) going to get something nice and shiny and luxurious like the four seasons hotel but you end up at the four seasons total landscaping Hmm. yep if that isn't Mm -hmm. just like an example like wow we love to see what a mess honestly (laughs) well i'm also excited that they're going to kick him off of the Twitter accounts or at least like the POTUS and FLOTUS and White House accounts on social media because I'm honestly tired of seeing his tweets everywhere. I blocked him from my personal page, but like he still they still up. find their yeah, they still find their way on my timeline and it's mad annoying. 
Yeah, so. I'm excited that they're going. They're going to go ahead and transition like the POTUS, the POTUS and Flotus White House accounts mainly because like Melania was starting to piss me off too. Talking about yeah, this is not that's a fair basically election. It. Like, how how is it that it's not a fair election, but when you literally won by the same amount of electoral college votes, the same number, it was fine. (laughs) It was a blowout. It was a landslide. It was historic. (laughs) Now that it happened to you, it's rigged. (laughs) Like, get out of Again, all that litigation, and for what? It was a waste of our time, a waste of honestly journalism to be honest with you i was over all of it you about to lose your job get this dance you about to lose your job get this dance nah but where were you when you found out that joe biden was going to be the 46th president of the united states of america in my bed And I then too was in my bed. My girlfriend came over and we had brunch and we toasted. It was hey. great. So I was in my bed and then I created a group chat that you're in <laughs> called <laughs> the election support group. Because <laughs> we was all we was all tripping. Struggling. Like, struggling. <laughs> so we decided just to watch some of the results live election night. And then we had a group chat after where we would just drop in memes or check in about how we feel in or talk about anything politics related. And I think it was funny because it was literally friends from all different walks of my life. Um, I do that a lot. <laughs> just kind of put y'all in a pot. You do it fluidly. Like some, I could yeah. never. <laughs> yeah. Um, it happens though. It it always works. So I've never had any issues. You couldn't cause you like to keep your friends separate. For so. good reason. A lot of y'all are possessive. <laughs> I can't relate to that. You know, I don't believe in possessive I know. People, but well, some of your of friends them are and I love them to death. But y'all can never meet. Not even if somebody puts a ring on it. <laughs> so I think that's you know, a have problem. separate sides of the reception. <laughs> that is weird. I think that anyone who is that possessive, and I'm sure they're listening, if you're that possessive over your friend, you should go to therapy and try to figure out why you feel oh, wow. like you need to control and possess people because that's weird. Okay. Oh, your friends Lord. are allowed to have other friends. Toby is allowed to be friends with me. If you want to fight, somebody I'll ain't going like that. If you want to fight, I fight. You can hit me up in the DMs. And my Lord. my Instagram handle is at always Nika N E Q U E. And we can arrange for a time and a place. And it is what it is, you know? I mean, it is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. One it thing is for certain, two things for sure. Wow. You know, that was a whole I'm the realest lot. nigga in it. You already know. <laughs> I trap of the year four times in a row. That's all I. All right, and now we're entering into the bird stage. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but um, I get it. I have some friends that are like that, and I just roll my eyes at them because you don't (laughs) control me. (laughs) I'm a Gemini, so I do not really like being possessed like that. Yeah, I like Gemini in my chart. It's not a thing. 
you like to be possessed because you like the attention. Y'all, Toby really loves attention. She try to play like she don't, but wow. she really loves when people show her I'm attention. I'm perfectly and show fine her. being alone. Yeah, okay. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm alone right now in my house. And I was alone during election or when we found out Joe Biden was going to be the president and it was glorious. Okay, if you listening to this show and you are a friend of Toby or you are a family <laughs> member of Toby, everybody do not respond to any of her text messages, calls, tweets on November 30th. Just don't. National ignore Toby Day. Why would Toby you Day. do that? Let's just see how it works I since you don't like get attention. get on Toby Day. <laughs> since you don't like attention, everybody ignore wow. Toby on November 30th. That everybody. sounds like that, in- <laughs> that includes That includes your wifey. Hey, wifey. I know you're listening. Ignore her on November 30th. That's awful. Join me. Please join me in the stand against oppression. (laughs) Wow. A boycott. I can't believe this. Hashtag boycott Toby. (laughs) (laughs) Why you ask? Because she likes to say that she doesn't like attention when she knows she does. Wow. You love attention. So until until you want to be real with us, since you want to lie, <laughs> hashtag boycott since Toby. You tell lies. That's it's wild. a blackout. I want everybody to change. Not a blackout. Yes, I want everybody to change their avatar to lavender. <laughs> on November thirtieth. <30th>. <laughs> and also, I want you to. Use the hashtag boycott Toby and hashtag normalize attention seeking. That's awful. I hope you forget that you said all of this. <laughs> I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like messing with you. Plus, I actually like talking to Toby, so I don't know if I could do that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know if I could actually ignore her for a full day. But don't ignore me. Don't be petty because you. I know you are. I know who you are. <laughs> Don't be petty because I said that because what she'll do is I'll text her on November 30th and she won't respond mm. until December 1st at midnight because she's petty. She loves to say she's not. She is. I'm a nice person. Yeah, you nice. Nice and petty. <laughs> Two things can be true, baby girl. Okay. Mm. I'm going to get my foot off. Back to the now. topic. Actually to forgot it. Hose money on yeah. the show. Yeah, I'm reminded. Shout out Ooh. to J. Cole. You got bars? I got hella bars, J. Cole bars. I was it's been a minute since day. I listened to a Cole album. I need to, to do Listen, that. Friday Night Lights came out, I think, 10 years ago. I remember where I was when that came out. I used to listen to that in my college dorm. When I, I used was to broken, listen to it ramen. in my high school library. First on of YouTube. all. <laughs> we'll be not about to do <laughs> every time you do that it makes me want to scream <laughs> y'all she loves to try to make me feel old i it's not intentional i'm just i thought we were sharing stories right but you didn't have to say high school <laughs> you could have just said dorm you said you had college. a dorm in high school <laughs> Right, but you knew what she was doing. She was like, I, I was in my high school dorm. 
at Hogwarts School of Wizardry. <laughs> doing Leviosa. While you were I in your wish little I went dorm. To Hogwarts. She was that was what she was saying, y'all. She was basically saying while you was in your little dorm eating ramen, I was in my high school dorm. Turning tricks. At Hogwarts, <laughs> turning tricks <laughs> and running flips. Yo, how did we get here? Anyways. I don't know. Let's back back on track. <laughs> hmm See, this is what happens when, you know, I'm on vacation. I be wilding. So yes, the Cheeto has been dethroned. He lost Dismissed. his Dismissed. We are happy, but we're keeping our foot on these people next. On these democratic necks. Exactly. And the expectation from us is that y'all get rid of these loans so people can live and live life more abundantly and actually be able to afford a home. <laughs> like, literally, we're not even asking for a lot. And for y'all boomers out there, I don't know why you're listening to this show, but if you are, and you have a problem with the fact that you may have paid off your student loans. And you want to be like, oh, it's irresponsible for you to wipe out the debt of these people because then they'll just occur more debt. I just want to give you a big old shut the hell up. Mainly because that logic of I suffer, so you have to suffer is tired. I it's just why told we can't, this- we will never be free. Exactly. And I just told y'all that the student loan debt crisis has rose to like 1.6 trillion and that was in June. So ain't no it telling where it's growing. at right now. Between between March and June, it went from 1.4 trillion to 1.6 trillion. I don't know what it is today in November because looking at it gives me anxiety. Mainly because I just see a bunch of debt. And remember what the housing crisis did in 2008? That is what the student loan debt crisis could do. But it could be way more catastrophic because the numbers are far, far higher um, as far as what is owed. So shut up. Go to therapy and stop trying to make other people suffer because you are living a life that you hate or you had to pay debt or you you had to pay debt or whatever. Because let's be real, we're in a situation that we're in due to decisions that were made a lot by your generation. Truly. As much as I love, you know, my mama, she a boomer. Y'all need to chill. And half of y'all boomers got y'all millennial kids living in the basement because they can't afford to buy a home. And they got and more degrees than you. So if you're ready tired. for your kids to get up out <laughs> your house, you better be the first person to write to Joe Biden and ask him to clear out the loans. Period. <laughs> Re- hashtag reclaim your basement. So in other news, mm-hmm. apparently this is like a real thing. And I did not know this until I was told a few minutes ago but Dave Chappelle really did have Netflix pull the Chappelle show because he doesn't own the rights to the show mm-hmm. because CBS is a bitch yeah so Dave Chappelle he posted an video on Instagram 
well, Instagram TV video, and it's called um, Unforgiven. And it's basically some clips from a recent stand-up gig. And in that gig, he shared that he was never paid after leaving the Viacom CBS-owned Chappelle show. And because he signed the contract, he had no rights to the show streaming on Netflix. So essentially, Viacom CBS struck the deal with Netflix. Um, It was placed onto the platform and every time it streamed he received no type of residual income no type of nothing um and due to the nature of how he left the show how he was treated in that whole process he really doesn't want to see much of the Chappelle show out in the universe anymore he has a great relationship with Netflix I believe he signed a 60 million dollar deal with Netflix, he was able to call them, talk about his grievances and how he was feeling. They didn't really have much of an idea about the contracts and how things happen because let's remind you that Netflix wasn't even a company when the Chappelle show was on air and going through the things that Dave Chappelle was going through mm-hmm. uh, with Viacom CBS. So he Good told Netflix, him. yeah, he told Netflix straight up that it made him feel bad to have the show up. Those were his words. I told him it made me feel bad to have the show up, mainly because it just reminded him of that dark time of his life. And they took it down. And so shout outs to Dave for advocating for himself. Um, shout outs to Netflix for actually like standing by one of their artists and one of the people that are signed and that they do partnerships with they don't always get it right but I'm a firm believer in calling people out when they get it right and wrong so shout out to Netflix that's huge yes I think uh that shows a lot of power on Dave Chappelle's um part and I'm glad that he's still continuing because I remember when all that shit went down with Comedy Central mm-hmm. when he was on there. Wasn't it Comedy Central? Yeah, the show was aired on Comedy Central, but Comedy Central is owned by Viacom CBS. Mm-hmm. So I remember when all that went down too, and he took a step back from it as a whole. So I'm glad that he's utilizing his power. He knows. He knows how to advocate for himself. We could all take a lesson from that, for real. Exactly. We could all take a lesson from Dave Chappelle and how he advocated for himself. We can also take a lesson from Monique and how she stuck to that part. And advocated for herself, even when she was called difficult to work with, when she was called crazy, when she was called all types of things, but a child of God. Speaking of people that we can learn a lesson from, so I have some very unpopular opinions. I know that everybody's feeling nostalgic about the Fresh Prince reunion and the Red mm-hmm. Table Talk. Toby, I'm going to let you kind of give a quick synopsis and also like how you felt about it. And then I'll chime in because I have feelings, but I don't want to taint the conversation with my feelings because I feel like I'm the contrarian here because everybody just seems so happy and was talking about healing and I got some stuff to say. 
We might agree with some stuff. So I appreciated mm -hmm. that. Um, I appreciated that Will was able to gather everybody together to make sure that it was done right. Um, mm -hmm. I enjoyed seeing the flashbacks, seeing like um, tidbits from like when they were doing their read throughs or whatever you call them. I'm not in the business so I don't know what it's called but oh table reads when they were doing their table reads I enjoyed seeing that just like the BTS basically I thought that was pretty cool I will say I'm glad that it seems like and I say seems because we never really know what's happening with like celebrities but I'm glad that it seems like him and Janet Hubert were able to reconcile I do think that It's just, like, always that thing. And I know he took himself to the Red Table Talk or whatever, but my thing is, like, men are always using, utilizing this, like, excuse, like, oh, I was young, oh, I didn't know any better, when they perform these, like, actions that are very oppressive or violent against mm -hmm. women. She mm -hmm. was pregnant and going through an abusive home situation and going through a lot of things that even at his age of 21 or however old he was, he should have recognized if he was like actually an understanding human being. And I know that like people change and people grow and whatever, but it's just like a little ridiculous to me that she had to go through all of that and like all the rumors and bullshit when she was going through a really tough time and like there was no compassion for her and it took them 30 years to reconcile like come on bro <laughs> this is like the jay-z thing all over again in my opinion because it's like these men and especially black men and i think we can have a separate conversation about that but these men like you know have these come to Jesus moments or whatever and realize oh I actually hurt you oh I'm so sorry and it's like why do we my whole thing is like why do we live in a society where like this is just like a reoccurring thing like why are these men finding themselves in their 40s or 50s or whatever why is that the age that men are realizing that misogyny oh, exists maybe misogynoir I should, exists maybe i should treat women with respect and maybe you know, i should create a hostile working environment for a pregnant woman possibly like when i know that thing. this this show is built around me and you know like i have, the I power. have a lot of power yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i'm just like really you didn't know anything about you didn't know anything about how she was being treated or what they were saying you just took it at face value you just took what the showrunners told you which was that she was fired and that and you took that to heart and started saying all this bullshit about her for real mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. black cis hetero men i understand that you may not have the power that white men have and i know that for a lot of you you have this obsession with the lack of power you have uh, in parity to white men but in situations where you have the ability to advocate for vulnerable groups, which are people who identify as women, people who identify as LGBTQIA, you need to do it. Exercise your privilege. 
um, even me um, as a woman, a black woman, a black woman in tech who makes a certain amount of money. I have my own privilege as well. Right. So I, I, in situations where I can exercise that privilege in order to advocate for people who don't have what I have, I do it. And it shouldn't take you having children, having a failed marriage, getting married again, having your wife exposed y'all for y'all entanglements and, you know, everything else for you to finally come to terms and realize maybe I shouldn't be so trash to women. And maybe I should acknowledge this woman who has been speaking out and been consistent about her story for the past 30 years. Like, like Janet Hubert's story has not changed. She has said the Mm-mm. same thing. Y'all gaslit her back then. And you said that she was just being, you know, irrational. When she, even when she sat down with you, her, the same story that she shared was the same story that she shared back then when you called her irrational and you allowed people to go on a media campaign, allegedly, um, allegedly, that is the word, um, and blackball her and essentially ruin her career. Literally blackballed her. Why does it take so long for black women to receive the apology that we deserve why does it take you going over the river and through the woods and walking on a a bed of hot coals and stones and getting shot five times and getting healed and then coming back to life in order for you to realize that you did something wrong and give someone the proper due and a proper apology they deserved the apology that that she deserved wasn't just a oh my gosh I was young I was dumb and I hurt you because to me by saying I was young I was 21 you're making an excuse for your behavior there's Mm -hmm. no excuse for your behavior Will has talked about the tumultuous relationship between his mother and his father on the red table talking throughout his career so I my expectation is for someone who talks about how terrible they have seen their mother be treated any opportunity that you have to advocate for a woman for a black woman you should be doing that because you you were a witness to a black woman being abused and being treated terribly in your own home you see what I'm saying that's just my personal beliefs and so I am thankful that he made the admission that he could have done better, but she was blackballed from the industry and she was never able to work again. What's the back pay for that? And she's an amazing actress. She's an amazing actress and her talent essentially took a back seat to the smear campaign that branded her difficult to work because she was trying to negotiate for more money you see what i'm saying we we a lot of people glaze over the fact that she was trying to negotiate for more money the same thing that happened to monique is the same thing that happens that's why we have we have an equal payday. That's why we continue to talk mm-hmm. about it because mm-hmm. black women are not paid as much. 70 cent <laughs> on the white man's dollar. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but we're expected to just take it. How does that make sense to anybody? So after the hugs, so after the hugs and after the I'm sorry's and I was wrong, what is the next step? Are you going to make sure that she has some type of rights to the show? So every time it airs, she gets some that money. Part. Are you going to cut her a nice little check on the side to make sure she's good? Because her child that she was pregnant with while she was on the show and her, they they received death threats. She was disowned from her whole entire family. Mm-hmm. Like she has, she has lived a very hard life, a very difficult life as a dark skinned black woman who was in the industry in a very popular role, a role that people actually loved and revered. And y'all swapped her out for a woman that was lighter than light. And then was just like, oh, well, she was difficult to work with, blah, 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 whoop-de-whoop, my name is Will. Like, that that's <laughs> fucked up. And then on top of that, if we want to keep it all the way 100, y'all used her to boost ratings because y'all knew that we were going to watch the show if dark skin Aunt Viv was on it because y'all knew that we knew that there was beef between Will, Will, hell, Jada, mm-hmm. Jaden, Willow, and dark skin Aunt Viv. Y'all knew that we knew this. And y'all waited until the last 10 minutes of the show to have the conversation between Will and Janet. Right. That's what so, I was confused about, too. If you wanted to bring her on the show, you should have done that from jump and then should have had the tribute to um, Uncle Phil. And then she didn't even talk about the nostalgia the cast and talk right. about James Avery. And she and nobody else had beef with show. her. Let's be let's keep it 100 percent like it. Mm-hmm. To me, it seemed like nobody had beef with her except for what will was going through so to me because when he sat there during the special he was like well i wanted to bring up something i know that this is a little different or some blah 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 i'm gonna bring in janet all of them first of all <laughs> the newer on viv hadn't even met janet hubert before like I just think it's crazy that within the 30 years that the show aired, nobody had reached out to her. Nobody had called to check on her. Nothing like that. That shit is crazy to me. Exactly. In all them years. And I think, so it's like you used and abused her the first time. You created a hostile working environment for her. You blackballed her from the industry, allegedly, 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 allegedly. And then at the end, you used her again to boost ratings. So I'm just going to say you trash, big trash for that. And I hope that whatever Janet's idea of healing and, and retribution looks like for her i hope that she gets it i hope that she all of it is allowed another shot within the industry because she's a wonderful actress with a gift and 
I do want to have a broader conversation around apology, rite of passage for black men and realizing their mistakes. So I am opening this up. If you are a podcast with black men or men or people who identify as men, a man and you're black, please hit us up because yeah, we need to have this conversation and it needs to be a mature one because I need, I just need to understand this a little bit more. It pisses me off and yeah, I'm sorry. We couldn't wrap that segment up in a little bow because <laughs> it's more like to be, to be continued because I really need for that sure. Conversation. For sure. Okay. Well, to move on to uncorked, um, we said this like way earlier, but we're still in a pandemic. This mm-hmm. is actually it makes it a year now since like the nineteenth of November, I think, mm-hmm. since we've yeah. understood that there is a huge health crisis happening across the world. Um, so some just of y'all. To clarify, so sorry to cut you off. Just to clarify, the first documented case of COVID-19 appeared in Wuhan, China mm-hmm. on November 19, 2019. Um, just so we can make it make that very clear because I don't want people to think, oh, it's been a pandemic for a year. Like, no, we've been the first documented. The first we, case. Yeah, the first documented case, meaning we don't even know how long it was running rampant before the documented case, meaning it was confirmed. They knew what this was. Like... They had a name for like yeah, so all it up still in a pandemic. Please, please, please practice discretion on things that you are doing, people you are seeing, places you are going. Like y'all, we ain't never gonna make it outside again. I ain't gonna never be able to stand up on couches if (laughs) y'all are doing all of this stuff right now and y'all won't just wait. We not ever going to the club again. <laughs> it's done. It's over. That's okay Man, though. <laughs> if I knew that my last time outside was gonna be my last time outside, I would have went a little harder. For real. But actually, I would have thrown my ass a little harder. I would have used. My I probably would have loved up on some people a little bit harder, but that's neither I here nor there. up on some people, you know, <laughs> you know how I do. You know, but, yeah, this is this is trash. But the Atlanta, well, not even just Atlanta, Houston, Houston. <laughs> Ooh. Houston. Y'all like southern cities, I just... Houston, baby, I will never move to Houston at this point, baby. <laughs> Let me tell you. One day, in one day, Harris County saw a 230% increase in their confirmed COVID cases. 230. Well, when you have governors who don't believe in science, <laughs> this is what happens. Don't Very embarrassing. On Greg Abbott because I will go down a whole tangent <laughs> that will likely get me canceled. Goodbye. Like <laughs> I am so tired of that man. He is incompetent. He 
needs to get voted out, but Texas is obsessed with voting against their own interests. So, mm-hmm. I just want y'all to know that the only way we're going to get through this is if y'all sit it on down, sit in the house, maybe, you know, learn some coding skills or like read a book and we can just get through this. I just want to mm-hmm. go outside again. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. Without a mask. <laughs> Although, I don't know if I'm going to stop wearing a mask after this. The smog so in L.A. is ridiculous. I'm so used to wearing so. it. I'm so scared not to. When people get too close to me, I get scared. Like, I'd be like, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> so, yeah. I um, We didn't talk about it in the previous segment but let's talk about versus gucci and jeezy <laughs> so i was telling my homegirl she from st louis you know who you are i was telling her if she didn't go to school or if she isn't from a state that's south of the mason dixon line that her opinion don't count that's a big fact <laughs> mainly because like yeah, they're going to tell you that Jeezy won. And I'm like, Jeezy didn't win that. No. Win I don't that. know why people thought that. Jeezy didn't Very win confused. that. Because anytime a man sits there and be like, I'm on my grown man, I'm on my grown man, or whatever, everybody automatically be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No, <laughs> nigga. No. You're the reason why we're here. Let me tell you something. Allegedly. (laughs) If someone allegedly sent someone to run up on me in my place while I'm chilling with my girl or I'm chilling with my dude, I kid you not. And I had to fire a weapon and end their life because they were in the process of trying to take my chain and trying to end mine. And I survived that and I beat the charges. That person (laughs) will never be able to forget it because every time I see them, I will remind them, period. Mm. Well, fuck that forgiveness (laughs) shit. (laughs) When they go low, (laughs) I scrub the ground. (laughs) I I don't have much respect for Jeezy, mainly because he... Even after Gucci was like, yeah, I guess we aight, essentially, like, he was, he, like, Jeezy was just a little too hyped trying to make little jokes. Show was. I think Jeezy really just has been wanting to bury his hatchet and befriend Gucci because he's been scared all these years. Because it's like, you made that one screw up and you've been nervous all of these years that Mm -hmm. it's going to come back to haunt you. Though it's going to come back to bite you. And you know, Gucci's the clone can be very unfriendly. Mm-hmm. Gucci's clone is just as petty as you know. He sure is, because <laughs> he played every diss track. He did. He is hella songs that he did not play. Yeah, like, I wanted them to play more. Play. Like, what is up with that? He told him to dig his partner. Mm. 
Everybody won't say shit. And if you're looking for the kid, I'll be in zone six. That's what he said. And you Did still you stand up, stood on the stage beside him. First of all, the face off opened with a message from Queen Stacey Abrams, and they stood there like, Yes, ma'am, Miss Stacey. Just like a They sure movie. did. <laughs> I said, what is she doing here? <laughs> I said, they just had to get in that little plug wherever they could, Jesus. <laughs> so that thing had me weak. So like finally, so after... Gucci played the truth where he was essentially dissing Jeezy, told him to dig his partner up. He then said, we smoking on Pookie Low tonight. And then he told, he looked at Jeezy and he said, <laughs> he said, send more to me. I sent him in a box right back to you. And then... There's another thing that went above people's heads when he kept saying his outfit cost $10,000. Everybody thought he was just flexing at the fact that his outfit was 10K. No. Gucci had a hit on his head that allegedly was put out there by Jeezy. And you want to know what the amount of that hit was? $10,000. That's what that was about. Not really because his outfit cost $10,000. I can guarantee you his outfit probably cost more than $10,000. So Jeezy, because you know what happens with older black men when they start thinking, they find Jesus and meditation and healing. And so Jeezy, who is now the king of morality, he says... When I said I wanted to do this shit for the culture, that's what I wanted to do, nigga. I wanted to show you that the world care about what the fuck we got going on because we are the culture, you feel me? Me and you. Oh. Where we come from. We we been what we been through what we been through, nigga. Me and you. All these kids out here doing what the fuck they do because they saw what went on with us, dog. So this shit ain't even about me. This shit ain't even about you. Bullshit. 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 Okay. Bullshit. 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 Sorry, mom, if you're listening. This is bullshit. So then he went on to talk about like King Von, Pot Smoke, Nipsey Hustle, talking about like essentially lead that street shit where it's at because you know rappers have died behind this street shit right mm-hmm. i don't know why he included king von because king von would have been about that action first of all like don't use that people's so names sad. don't use people's names when they fundamentally disagree with everything <laughs> that you're standing on and you're doing <laughs> right <laughs> like i'm just like i'm i'm just saying like that's don't true use people names for cloud nipsey died behind something totally different than what you and gucci had going on pop yeah, smoke died behind something totally different between some what hater you and gucci shit had. 
No, you know what I mean? Like, so don't sit there and try to drop three names of three rappers who have perished, who meant a lot to people, especially more recently King Vaughn, because y'all old heads talking on King Vaughn is why T.I. is all up in his house and he didn't do verses. T.I. didn't do verses allegedly because they got a hit out on him. Because mm. he got on... He got on some little show talking about, oh, don't come to Atlanta to my city bringing your beefs. But then tried to say he wasn't talking about King Vaughn. So here's what I'm saying, old heads. Mind your (laughs) business. Stay the hell out of uh, of these young folk business. If they want to bicker, if they want to fight, if they want to cuss, if they want to challenge each other to a duel. You know what? Fuck that. I have something to say. I texted my friend this and she said I was drunk and she told me to get off her phone. But since I have a show, I'm going to say it. Toby, please explain to me what the difference is between a shootout and a duel. I'll wait. (laughs) Do you really want me to explain the difference? What's the difference, bro? I promise you in a duel, there's (laughs) rules. They literally come to a consensus that they can't agree on something. And then they decide that this is the way that we're going to agree. Whoever wins, duel wins the argument. So most of the time, you shoot us like that too. (laughs) You said most of the time shootouts be like that. Most of the time people are shooting at each other because one person think they're right. The other person think they're right. And they can't come to terms with who's right or who's wrong. So they shoot each other. Y'all just don't want to admit that I'm right because I'm a free thinker. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Nika got on her um <laughs> her koofy right now. <laughs> What's the difference? Explain her her kente koofy. <laughs> her eyes is sparking red. <laughs> I don't know about all that, sis. <laughs> you know what? It's some real ones out there. <laughs> I know y'all. She's in her third eye right now. <laughs> My chakras are in alignment, and they told I'm me dead. that there's no difference between a shootout and a Mm-mm. duel. A duel no is ma'am. just a fancy way. A duel is just a fancy way. I'm saying shootout. Because y'all shoot <laughs> And y'all outside. Shootout. Oh, my God. I don't think that's how it goes down, sis. I'm not going to lie to you. Whatever. So, anyway, let's talk about these damn tracks that they play. So, round one. Jeezy had an intro. Gucci Man had an intro that it appeared that he made for the verses, which was interesting. Round three. Gucci play I Think I Love Her. Jeezy play Standing Ovation. Now, why would Jeezy choose Standing Ovation to go up against I Think I Love Her? First of all, you're not going to beat Susie and Gucci Think I Love Her. You will not beat her. There's a song that Jeezy is on that I think he should have played against I Think I Love Her. It's like, um, gone. I think it's like, Go on, shake that ass, bitch. I'ma throw this money. Go on, shake that ass, bitch. I'ma mm, throw I feel this. like I heard that. I feel like 
Or maybe he's not on it. I know USDA was like a group that fell under him, but I don't know if he's on the sh- the, the the song. Who knows? Hmm. Round five was my favorite round because Gucci hit us with, I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog. And then Jeezy hit us with bottom of the map. I do like that song. Um, Round six. Gucci did Vet Ride Pass featuring OJ the Juice Man. Where is OJ these days? I hope he's well and hydrated and has all of the vitamin C. Jeezy played Jeezy the Snowman. Round 10, Gucci played Bricks. Jeezy played all there. This was my this was my round right here because if anybody knows me. They know that Bricks is one of my favorite Gucci songs and All There is one of my favorite Jeezy songs. So I literally just look like a game of tennis because I was just going back and forth between the two songs. <laughs> Round 11 was Make the Trap Say A, like quarter brick, half a brick, whole brick, A. Hey. Um, Shout out to and then Exactly. And then Jeezy played Who That. Round 12 Gucci played Steady Mobbing. And then Jesus played They Know. Shout out to Shotty Low. Rest in peace, Shotty Low. Round 13. Mm-hmm. Gucci played Heavy. Real heavy. So heavy. And Jesus played Lost My Mind. 12.45. About that time. I didn't realize that Plies was on that song. It had been a minute since I listened to it, though. Plies used to have some bangers back in the day. I feel like we sleep on him. Well, Monty doesn't sleep, sleep on, him. on him. I don't either, but I feel like people forget about Plies. Like, I feel like they don't play his music as How much did as you forget do. about him? Listen, he came up with Busted Baby, first of all. So, mm-hmm. like, how can you forget about that? Round 14, Gucci played Street Niggas. Jeezy played Way Too Gone with Future. I actually like that song. So in that round, I actually went with Jeezy just because I really love that song in comparison to Street Niggas. Round 15, Gucci played First Day Out. Jeezy played I Went From Old School Chevys to Drop Top Porsches. You couldn't walk a mile off in my Air Forces. I went with Jeezy. Um, obviously, because I really like that song, I Am a Bird. Round 16, Gucci went with photo shoot, ride with my bra. It's a photo shoot when I'm at the mall. It's a photo shoot. Go on, get your camera phone on. It's a photo shoot. Jesus went with everything. With photo shoot, I have like distinctive memories of when that song came out and I was on the yard at A&T. And so that week, my team created a playlist based on what songs we said we were all listening to. And I told them I was listening to a lot of Gucci and I was listening to Gucci Man photo shoot. That was the song that I've been listening to a lot. So when I went back and I looked at the playlist, you have Metallica, you have Britney Spears, you have WAP. One of my coworkers is obsessed with WAP. 
um, <laughs> you have like all of these random songs and then you see this Gucci man photo shoot and it is hilarious when you see like the order and like how it just sticks out. Oh Lord. Like, um, and I was like, I really told them I was out here listening to Gucci. I have got to stop being so real sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't come no, up with No, they need the culture. Couldn't they come need up to with be exposed. And they were like, well, and so everyone had to answer, like, what significance the song had to them. And I was just like, well, Gucci Man photo shoot reminds me of my freshman year of undergrad. <laughs> so, like, the my black teammates were like, nah, you, I know the lyrics to that song. You need to explain. <laughs> I was like, you know, just being on the yard, people strolling, everybody just put their phone out because it was a photo shoot you know period yes mm. shout out to y'all round 17 gucci played wasted with plies and jesus played trap star we all know who won that round you like you can't beat wasted Mm-mm. 19 gucci played 745 jesus played put on that put on verse that Ye has on the song to me is Ye's best verse ever of all time, like, of all wow. time for me um, on a feature mm-hmm. we can talk about at a later date we could talk about like what songs I consider in my top three when it comes to Ye I understand y'all have them canceled but I still have old music that I had on my phone before y'all cancel them and i'm i understand you know i still listen to all falls down yeah like just get nostalgic yeah for sure and so i'm not gonna keep reading off this list but the one that i want to call out the two actually round 21 gucci play i get the bag jeezy play thug motivation one-on-one and then around 14, Gucci played Lemonade. And I know how much Toby and I love Lemonade. <laughs> Living on the sides with this Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, in round 25, they performed Icy Together, which was a great way to end the battle because Icy is actually what started the beef between Gucci and Jeezy the placement and who would get the track is what began the beef that was Gucci Man and Jeezy at the time it was some industry shit um I believe at the time Beyonce's husband was a leader at Def Jam and he told Jeezy allegedly that he should get Icy for his album and you know Things went a certain way, and mm. yeah, it led us down a 15-year journey to lead us to where we are now, where they were able to perform the song together, and I hope that is the last fucking time we hear of the song, because it don't even slap that hard for it to have caused all wow. of this. <laughs> it sparked unity in me, Okay. Mm-hmm. I love you for that song. Because where my chain and my wings at? That was versus, in my opinion, Gucci won Guwap. 
Gucci won Whoa. before the battle. Yeah, he he won before the battle even started because yeah. you don't agree to do a battle with somebody who murked your homeboy, so you already lost our <laughs> friend. Um, oh yeah. my god! Why does everybody laugh at me when I say that? Okay, yes, because she goes to a corporate job every day, but she under she knows what's going on in the streets. Okay, I understand that you. I'm not a mom. Understand I'm a cool that. mom. I'm not any oh, mom. Okay. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I'm not a mom, guys. It's the same for Mean Girls. <laughs> just putting that out there, just in case my future king is listening. Ashe. <laughs> So this week we've opted to skip the wind down because we had a lot to catch up on with you guys. Um, And so we're just going to go straight into poor play and wrap it up, wrap it up. So for our poor play this week, (laughs) we wanted to talk about, which like is a little, it's a tad in the uncorked as well because y'all are a whole mess on Twitter. Twitter got fleets like a week ago now i think and, and it's not- <laughs> so for those not- who are not on twitter essentially <laughs> twitter rolled out a new product feature which is stories but instead mm-hmm. of calling it stories they call it fleets fleets which was the like I- the idea behind it was that it's fleeting so they call and it and i un- i understand because i'm a twitter user but to anybody else <laughs> Just like, did you think about what that would mean for the queer people in the room? Exactly. <laughs> I think my favorite part was when was when the gay intern tweeted and was like, "Hey, gay intern that works at Twitter, yes, I know what fleets mean." Yes, <laughs> yes. That was hilarious. What a but mess. Y'all have been acting a fool on the socials. I know we've been in quarantine, and y'all haven't been able to get your rocks off. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of a, a nice way to say it because you know I'll just say it y'all have been really wilding so this girl she posted a video of her giving a mouth hug which she calls a mouth hug which is like a really cute actually title for that in my opinion yeah, so for those who don't know she was performing fellatio she was doing an exceptional job an exceptional job i stand okay (laughs) it was actually a masterpiece to be honest with you it was a work of art uh we would love to see it honestly (laughs) there was only a voice note it was just a voice note and it was magnificent and I just had so many questions. Sis was lubricated. Sis had stamina. My she part, had my words. Like when he told her, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> my favorite part was tap out. Yeah, okay. That's how so, you command so, power, okay? While she was in the process of performing award-winning fellatio she told him to tap out she deserves a grammy she said it and i just believe that sis should win a grammy she deserves um 
I have a couple of questions before I mention the rest of the things I saw on Twitter, but I just want to know, did she have the phone propped up? Was it recorded in a studio? Because the sound was incredible. Impeccable. She couldn't have held the device. So did he hold it for her? He probably did. Um, And hypothetically, if I were to schedule a meeting sometime next year to reenact maybe send a calendar invite that's aligned with a flyout already planned oh where the audio device need to be placed and how close mm. would it need to be in order to make sure that I have a sound this is for research purposes only right um, right 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 wondering okay so it leads me to the next thing there was a flyer for an event being held in Baltimore calls. I would like to shout out one of my friends from Morehouse because he played an integral role in this and I just, I'm flabbergasted. I have so many questions. Would your friend be willing to come on the show? Probably. (laughs) I have so many questions and I feel like he needs to come on the show so we can talk to him in our next poor play. I'll reach out to him. <laughs> yes, because that, yeah. So essentially it was it was an event that they were holding for the Squirt-Offs. Um, TBD there. Um, I had so many questions about how it was going to be judged. Was it a thing about length? Was it consistency within the squirt? Was it color, taste, smell? Like how oh, exactly... Lord. <laughs> What were the metrics in order to determine who would win the squirt off? Um, yeah. Y'all had the birds coming from everywhere talking about, well, I can, I would definitely win the squirt off. <laughs> I just want y'all to know that y'all are all birds for I mean, being on Twitter. Would y'all, would y'all win it? Because over a million people, um, over a million women do not even know where their cervix is low. Okay. Well, Jesus. Um, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's where we're so at. So anyway, there was a moan room in Clubhouse. So <laughs> Toby and I got oh added. Oh, my God. We're not going to talk about Clubhouse that much. I was conned into Clubhouse. I just would like to make it known. I'd received text messages to get my ass on the app and yeah it was there was a room in clubhouse and I did not join the room I just I saw it in the hallway as I was scrolling through clubhouse to see which I was on there lying about that day and (laughs) I saw a room and it said moan for a hundred dollars it's basically a competition I know we're in a economic downturn but a hundred dollars to moan that's all y'all could summon then y'all don't know who did screen record y'all moaning and it's probably up on Pornhub right now um oh lord and you know their first and the last names are on clubhouse so there is that's a embarrassing record going or around not with everybody's names that were in the group 
um, since then, the guy who posted the screen record has been kicked off the app. But I, I just, are y'all that horny? That brother starving. Like, are y'all that? <laughs> y'all not have vibrators or lights or battery operated uh, products that you could use? Like, what is happening at this point between the mouth hugs and the squirt offs and the mom rooms? I am a little worried, especially if we have to stay indoors longer. Because the all shenanigans. This winter is going to be wild. We got squirt off. Y'all are showing all of y'all's body parts in the fleets. Then there's Gok Gok 5000 on the voice tweets, a.k.a. mouth hugs. Like, y'all are doing too much way too much and then you got the girls talking about okay so are we having neck offs top top offs gawk offs throat offs (laughs) and then this girl said we should just call it oral combat and i just want to say that no ma'am of y'all out here trying to play game of throats to determine who gives the best dome okay like the answer will always be superhead that wraps up the poor play this week and (laughs) jesus christ i know i like awkwardly ended it that way but I mean, I just can't. Like, why would y'all get on social media and go in a room and moan for people that you don't know for a hundred dollars? Just a hundred. Like and it's not like this person got a hundred dollars. It was like th- it was like thirty girls moaning to win a hundred dollars. One That's... girl won a hundred dollars. That was stupid. Y'all are really bored. Again, I implore y'all to get a hobby. Learn some code, read a book, paint some pictures, color in a coloring book. Meditate. Meditate. Take a walk with your mask on. Whatever you do, stay away from Virgo men. (laughs) Ooh, that's a word. (laughs) Somebody gonna get mad. Anyway. Mm. To end our episode this week, I have my sustainability shoddy tip. It is to buy from indigenous-owned businesses. I think that we owe them a lot. After all, they have worked and protected this land, not for us, but because this is their land. And the colonizers took it away from them. And now we have the ultimate privilege of actually being able to live here. And we owe indigenous people, especially America, so much. And with this holiday that's coming up, Turkey Day, Thanksgiving, what have you, there's been a lot of lies spread about it over the years, over the decades, over the centuries. And... I just think that one of the things in terms of sustainability is really honoring those who who have 
protected the land and the environment that we're able to live on. Mm-hmm. They sustain it. They make sure that it doesn't deteriorate despite all of our efforts. So I implore y'all on this Black Friday, which it's a godforsaken holiday that we've decided to continue in America. I just implore y'all to buy from small businesses, especially indigenous-owned businesses. We owe them way mm-hmm. more than that, but that's the least we can do. The least at, at that point. So as we wrap up this episode and it being holiday season, I know burnout is real. A part of the reason why we did not have an episode is because burnout was real on my end, had a lot going on, and I just really needed to rest. So in practicing something that we talk about on the show a lot, which is self-sustainability, my affirmation for you guys is I give myself permission to rest. I'm going to say that one more time. I give myself permission to rest this is a gentle reminder that self-care is you taking your power back and I'm an advocate for sleep for rest do nothing not every moment an hour of your day has to be spent being super productive and going after it in the eye of the tiger it's okay to chill it's okay to watch Netflix and just relax it's okay to sit in complete darkness and just think and just chill it's okay to do that you don't have to be out here trying to think of a master plan and figure out how you can I don't know become ruler of the people I don't know but be gentle with yourself this holiday season a lot of us are not going to be able to be around our loved ones um and just take it easy we need it wear a mask wash your hands stay the fuck away from your friends and and people that you know are immunocompromised and stay up out the clubs this wraps up another episode of emotionally unavailable we thank you for listening Give us a holler on our socials. Bye, y'all. Bye.